Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. It is great to be with you as I am each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Also, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app. And I'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network on this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we'd like to think of those who paid the ultimate sacrifice, uh, and uh, it is uh, a somber weekend, although one that has become highly commercialized and, of course, involved in barbecues and family outings. And here in Las Vegas, fill it out the casinos. It's sort of a strange way to uh, think about the people that died in the line of duty. But be that as it may, welcome to the show. We've got a lot to get to today uh, because um, in the wake of Manchester United's uh, failure to win the Europa League, the Man United supporters are going besides themselves. They are apoplectic. Blow the whole thing up. Fire the manager. The manager's a numpty. Oh, my God. I can't bear it. All right, let's talk about that. But let's lay the groundwork for what's happening this weekend. The Champions League final between Chelsea and Manchester City in Porto. I think there's a lot to talk about uh, with that final because uh, obviously an English team will win the uh, Europa, will, will, will win the Champions League. Uh, but let's talk about it. Let's break it down. Let's look at some odds courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. The transfer market, hot and heavy. Uh, Frank Lampard being linked with Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, Pochettino being linked back to Spurs. Uh, yet, 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 uh, if you remember, there's a certain manager that used to be at Lille. I was mentioning Wolves or Spurs could be a destination. Let's look at that. Also, Liverpool signed Konate. Let's have a discussion about that. Big signing for them. Uh, so much to get to today. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. We really, it, uh, we can also talk about the Premier League season behind us, uh, what happened to whom, and Ryan Giggs, wow, standing trial for assault, uh, guy's kind of an a-hole, I don't know what else to say, let's talk about it, loads to get to, World Soccer Radio, Nick Eber with you, be right back after this. Well, there's hockey playoffs going on. There's NBA playoffs going on. Baseball season's in full swing. We've got a Champions League final this weekend. And, of course, the Euros coming up just 11 to 14 days away, depending on when you're listening to this show over the Memorial Day weekend. It is coming up. It is right here. There are tons of sports for you to bet on. And, quite frankly, there is no better place for you to bet on sports than at our good friends betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. They have every sport you might want to bet on, from soccer to basketball to hockey to baseball to tennis to golf uh, to uh, and any type of weird, obscure sport. They've got it. Darts, bowling, 
reality shows and not just money lines they got prop bets and all sorts of really fun stuff you could partake in head over to betonline.ag today and sign up on your computer on your mobile device and if you make a deposit they will give you a 50 percent bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag head over there folks good people great site loads of options safe and secure never a problem betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts and this show is sponsored by them they are our title sponsor and we are proud to have them with us and thank them for their sponsorship uh, by the way they're also the place that i bet and if you go to bet just a reminder please do do it responsibly okay uh speaking of responsibly by the way welcome back world soccer radio sports byline uh, broadcast network sirius xm nick Gieber with you um, Ryan Giggs, the Manchester United legend, the Welshman, the Welsh legend, the manager of the Welsh national football team, is apparently a complete tool, a-hole, the type of guy you want to be nowhere near. Now, the reason I mention this is he was arrested for assaulting his girlfriend. And now the information is coming out, more information that we're learning about it. And uh, it is uh, not encouraging. Allegedly, he assaulted Kate Greville, his 36-year-old girlfriend, caused her actual bodily harm in Manchester. He's accused of controlling and coercive behavior between December 2017 and November 2020. That's almost three years. Um, apparently, not only did he beat up his girlfriend, he also managed to beat up his her sister, and he is accused of using violence, isolation, belittling, humiliation, harassment, degradation, and abuse. And uh, big, big trouble for Ryan Giggs. Now, he has been uh, dismissed from his role, uh, not officially because he hasn't been convicted. But if he is convicted, I would imagine he will be formally dismissed from his role as manager of the Welsh national team. In the meantime, the uh, Football Association of Wales announced uh, Robert Page will manage the country at the Euros uh, this summer instead of Ryan Giggs. So he is certainly bearing the consequences of uh, being uh, arrested and charged. Now, he hasn't been convicted. Want to make absolutely positively sure uh, you understand that. Uh, but it's certainly not looking good for Ryan Giggs, the Manchester United legend. And this is a problem with Manchester United. A and we're going to talk about them more today because if you've been listening to this show over the last week or 10 days or two weeks, you will know that I have been rampant in my criticism of the fans of Manchester United. Now, it's not just that I'm a Liverpool supporter. Obviously, there's a built-in animus there between Liverpool supporters and Manchester United supporters and all of that. But the behavior of the Manchester United supporters towards their own club is what has me scratching my head. And yes, I understand it. I think if you could create a wish list of owners for your club, probably the Glazer family wouldn't be like top of the ownership wish list. However, they are the owners of your club. You have had success under their ownership. They have invested in the club. They have invested in your ground. They have made your club one of the most financially viable and uh, valuable clubs on the planet. And according to the rumors that you may or may not believe, they are going to make between 800 and 850 million pounds available to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer this summer 
for him to add players. Now, they also went to the final uh, of the Europa League. I believe they won it back in, was it 2017? Also under the Glazers' ownership? And yeah, they lost to Villarreal in what was a very hard-fought battle, by the way. A great match. It wasn't exciting, but tactically a decent match. And you can say, oh, Villarreal was seventh in Spain, and it's a weak Spanish league, and they should be whomping on them. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's a cup final. And as you guys know, all, uh, all manner of uh, regular methods of handicapping go out the window on a cup final because it is the big show. And Villarreal played very well. Manchester United played well. It went down to the wire. At the end of the day, it came down to which goalkeeper could score a goal. And David De Gea, as great of a goalkeeper as he is, he you know took a lousy penalty after nine other Manchester United players took flawless penalties. So while criticism may be leveled at David De Gea's penalty-taking ability... I don't think you could level any criticism at the preparation of this team. Uh, I think it, they were clearly prepared for this final. I think that Solskjaer did a good job with them. And to listen to the fans bitch and moan and whine and complain about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer now, and he you know, tactically was inept, and is he the right guy, and why is he still there, and we need this, and we need that. It's just frustrating because I don't even like this club. I don't like this club at all. But at least I can be uh, objective about their performances. And I thought they had a very good season. I mean, they finished second. Yeah, they finished uh, a distance behind Manchester City. I, I, I will. There's no doubt about that. But so did 19 other clubs. And Manchester City right now are in the peak of their cycle. They've not had to go through an eight, nine-year rebuilding process after losing a legendary piece of their club. Just look at Arsenal and the problems they're having. Look at the problems Everton has had. United supporters are their club's worst enemy. Really. So if uh, let me get this straight. If if the Glazer family makes 100 to 150 million pounds available for their manager to sign new players so that they can compete. How is that somehow problematic? <clears throat> you don't like where the money's coming from? Is that what I'm hearing? Well, who the hell are you? Why don't you put your own money in then? You want to make £150 million available and you don't want Man United to have any debt? Well, go ahead. Write them a check from your own checkbook. Again, the Glazers, imperfect ownership, no doubt. Would I prefer to have Fenway Sports Group? Absolutely. Would I prefer to have uh, Middle Eastern potentate uh, who's uh, very football savvy and hires great people like Manchester City? Yeah, why not? But that's not the reality. The reality is you have a family that owns this team, has plowed a lot of money into it. Yes, they've taken a lot of money out of it. It's working well for everybody. Your team is in a positive building cycle where you are seeing success, second in the league, 
final of the Europa League into the Champions League next year. Stop looking back at ancient history. Because some of that ancient history, hello Ryan Giggs, you may not like what you see when you really, really peel back the layers. It's about moving forward, not lo looking back. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. When we come back after the break, let's talk about the Champions League final between Chelsea and Manchester City. This is the big one for Manchester City. What would it mean if they don't win it? And what do you think Chelsea's chances are? All right. We are presented by betonline.ag. Be right back after this. Welcome back to World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is a pleasure to be with you, as I am each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again midnight Pacific Time, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. We're presented by BetOnline.ag. Before we get into the show, I would love you to do me a huge favor. Uh, you know, I am involved with some charities. Uh, one of the ones that's uh, nearest and dearest to my heart is the Ed Asner Family Center in L.A. It is a center that essentially caters to special need individuals and their families and does it through a focus and emphasis on the arts, uh, acting, music, art, uh, writing. Uh, but, it, it, you know, the center is a fabulous, fabulous facility uh, that provides a holistic services, not just for the individual with special needs, but also for their families. And so one of the things we do is every year we have a celebrity poker night. Now, last year, because of COVID, we were unable to uh, do the celebrity poker night in person. So we did it online using a poker client. And I have been asked uh, pretty much every year, I sort of the MC and the host of the evening. It is broadcast live. Uh, the list of celebrities I'll tell you about in a second. It was pretty good last year. Uh, it was obviously weird because of COVID and having to care, uh, having to work under SAG after rules and all of that sort of stuff. So um, what we did was we uh, basically did the broadcast online uh, with um, you know the poker tournament using one of these poker clients like what you would play with online. I actually did most of the event with Jack Black, and it was a lot of fun. This year, we have a brand new platform called Poker 501. And what's different about this is you get to sit down at your virtual poker table and play at your table with loads of celebrities, by the way. I think there's over 60 of them that are going to be playing. And you can actually see them and talk to them via video um, at the table. So if you ever wanted to sit at a poker table and hobnob with Jack Black or hobnob with Matthew Modine or hobnob with um, Daryl Hannah or, uh, you know, I'll give you the list here in a second, or Anna Paquin. This is the place to do it. Head over to pokerwithed.com. You'll see the play-by-play -play this year is being done by Maria Ho and Phil Gordon. I'll be the MC and the host for the evening. It's going to be loads of fun. The Let me read you some of the celebrities that we have so far. There are more, but let me read you what we have. 
Amy Mann, Anna Paquin, B.D. Wong, Brad Garrett, Danny Bonaducci, Daryl Evans, Daryl Hannah, Dave Foley, Dietrich Bader, Ed Asner, Elizabeth Carlisle, Greg Proops, Haley Joel Osment, Holly Robinson-Pete, Jake Tapper, Jill Whelan, Jim Beaver, Jolie Fisher, Keith Morrison, Kelly Hu, Lou Diamond Phillips, Mary Trump, Matthew Modine, Michael Ian Black, Michael McKeon, Michael Shannon, Mira Savino, Natasha Hensridge, Arr, Nicholas Gonzalez, Richard Kine, Rodney Pete, Ron Funches, Rosie O'Donnell, Stephen Moyer, Stephen Weber, Thomas Gibson, Tom Arnold, Willie Garson, Jack Black, and I will be spending a lot of time on this broadcast with my good friend, Triumph the Insult Dog, as well. So we're going to have a great time. Please join us. It's June the 12th. 250 bucks will get you a seat to the table, your chance to hobnob with some of the biggest celebrities on the planet. Head over to pokerwithed.com uh, and uh, learn all about it. All right, I know that's uh, kind of a lengthy discussion. I won't say promotion, because, it, but it is near and dear to my heart, and it is a charity. This is not making someone rich. This is helping with... A very worthy cause. So head over to Poker with Ed. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about the Champions League final in the next segment. Chelsea and Manchester City. Uh, we'll go through some of the odds. Manchester City, absolutely dominant favorites per the bookkeepers. And we're going to talk about this in a little bit. But to lift the trophy, they are minus 225. Think about that for a minute. And Chelsea Football Club are... Plus 185. Now, um, we're going to talk about that next segment, as I said earlier, uh, because I think it's it, we need to give it some time. But what a season Chelsea have had. What a strange season in many ways. But I think overall, a very, very successful season. Thomas Tuchel came in turned it around. I mean, look, I think Lampard had the foundation there. I actually think Frank Lampard was probably two to four years too early at Chelsea, and I could see him going back to Chelsea. I mean, I think he assembled a good squad. I think the squad responded for a lot of the season to him. I think it was in the nuts and bolts. It was in the tactics, in the training, uh, rather than in the player-personnel relations, in the relating to players. Look, Tuchel is obviously relating to the players. I think that's where we really, where Lampard really was lacking. Uh, he will learn that. Where will he go next? I would not be surprised whatsoever if he went back to, if he went back, if he ended up at Wolves. That, to me, is a really good location. A good squad, not, a, uh, not so strong, uh, hard on the expectation side of things. A poor season that I think he should be able to improve upon without too much difficulty. And so I think for my money, if I were a betting man or woman, and I've been known to bet, and I'm not a woman, I am a betting man, I've been known to bet, um, I think Frank Lampard's going to end up at Wolves. That's my take on it. And I think it would be a really, really good 
location for him to go. Also, no real history between Wolves and Chelsea. I think when he goes back to Chelsea eventually, I think the Chelsea fans will obviously um, support him. Interesting article at BBC talking about how Thomas Tuchel bonded with the players, and I think that was important. Um, I think Tuchel is just a quality manager. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, there are times... Look, I mean, we can talk over... We can talk about uh, Allegri. We can talk... Uh, leaving. We can talk about uh, all the managers that have left, including Zidane quitting Madrid for the 19th time. Again, I want to talk about that a little bit too. But... I think at the end of the day, that's what's going to happen. Now, let's talk briefly about a couple of other stories. Let's go to the transfer market. Liverpool agreeing uh, to a £35 million deal for Red Bull Leipzig's Konate, a central defender. Great, great acquisition for them. A, a, a nice young player with loads of talent in a position that I think we've seen how absolutely uh, vulnerable Liverpool are if they take more... Um, if they take more uh, injuries. Uh, let's run through it, though. Uh, City want to sign uh, Jack Grealish. They're prepared to pay £100 million for him, be the first English football's first £100 million player. Um, let's have a look. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer looking for Pau Torres from Villarreal, plus <clears throat> three England players in West Ham as Declan Rice, uh, Jordan Sancho, and Harry Kane. Apparently, £150 million being made to their, available for them. So we talked about that last segment. Uh, Solskjaer is also going to get a new three-year contract. And I tell you what, they need to give him that contract. And if Man United fans want to stand up and complain, you're an idiot. Okay? You're idiots. I think he's done a terrific job. And I, I think he is the manager for the long term. Uh, Juventus uh, sacking Andrea, Andrea Perlo, replacing him with Allegri. Uh, Allegri uh, is expected to sign any time. Uh, he had been uh, a choice at Madrid after Zidane left, uh, but um, now Madrid are looking for Pochettino at PSG, who's also being courted by Tottenham, although PSG say they're not letting Pochettino go either way. Um, Antonio Conte, who just left Inter Milan, who was a former Chelsea manager, is apparently interested in the Tottenham job, and I'm wondering if he's a good fit or not. Um, but the question is, are Spurs going to target Zidane? Look, I think Daniel Levy has big aspirations. Is he prepared to open up the pocketbook, not just for the manager, but for the players and for the infrastructure? And that is uh, the question. Uh, Chris Wilder is set to take over as West Brom's new manager. That's uh, interesting. Um, by the way, Man United are going to move for uh, uh, Jan Oblak, who is the uh, really good keeper at Atleti, uh, because the idea is that maybe David De Gea is going to go the other way. And, you know, it, it's sad to think that it could come down to that after De Gea's, you know, penalty miss in the Europa League final, but it very well may. All right, we have just about a minute left. That's kind of a whip around the transfer market. Some really interesting stuff happening. Couple, of, We're going to pick up the Champions League final in the next segment. I want to talk about the concept that uh, you, uh, UEFA are going to scrap the away goals rule for their tournaments. And I want to ask you what you think about that. Twitter me, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com 
forward slash World Soccer Radio. That's the best place to reach me. I'd love to hear from you. And by the way, if you miss any part of this show, you can download it as soon as it's done at our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Uh, check us out there. We're presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And I'm with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Just a last reminder, go to pokerwithed.com and sign up for the poker tournament on the 12th of June. You'll have a riot. Trust me, you will enjoy yourself to no end with this one being able to sit at a poker table with the likes of Natasha Henstridge and Jack Black and Matthew Modine uh, and Anna Paquin doesn't get better than that. I'll be right back after this. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I'm your host, Nick Giever. There's a small thing happening this weekend. Just a small one. It is the third All-English final of a Champions League in the last, what, since 2008? I don't know how many many years is that, right? Uh, Eight, uh, what are we, 2021? So that's uh, 11, 13 years. My math, oh, terrible. (laughs) Anyway, Manchester City will be playing Chelsea. This was supposed to be at the Ataturk Arena in um, Istanbul, but because of COVID and restrictions, it's had to be moved. Instead, it's going to be at Porto. So there will be 16,000 fans attending this game. Manchester City, these are the odds, courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Two for the uh, actual game, okay? The actual game itself, Manchester City minus 116 favorites, Chelsea plus 370 long shots, the draw plus 250. Now, again, it's going to go 45-45, then 30 uh, for overtime, then it goes to penalties. If it's a draw at the end of regulation, it's plus 250. The odds makers are thinking that this is probably going to be under. Under one and a half is minus 137. To actually lift the trophy, so forget whether it goes into overtime or it's one in regulation, Manchester City are the prohibitive favorites at minus 225. Chelsea, the long shots, are plus 185. By the way, as an American fan of the game, you can't go wrong here. Manchester City, you have Zach Steffen, the young American goalkeeper uh, in uh, Chelsea. You have Christian Pulisic, who's had, other than injuries this season, I think a very solid season where he's really shown himself to be a high-quality player that is totally at home at the upper uh, reaches, at the upper regions of global football scale. And it would be wonderful. It's what's going to be wonderful is that both of these players Uh, we will have an American with a Champions League winner's medal. We already have an American with a Premier League winner's medal in Zach Steffen, and that's great. And by the way, we've had Zach Steffen on this show, in case you missed it. Uh, First half, uh, Man City are uh, minus 160. Uh, They are plus 116 for the second half. So I think uh, the bookmakers seem to think Man City are going to go ahead in the first half and uh, Chelsea are going to come back in the second half. Although, 
at minus 116, certainly the bookmakers are thinking that the Man City is going to win this in regulation. I have a different take on this. Something tells me that this isn't going to go the way we think it is. And let's look at how they got there, for example. Manchester City's route to the final was nothing but spectacular. Uh, they beat Porto in the group stages. They beat Marseille in the group stages. In fact, they beat everybody twice in the group stages except for Porto, who they drew one and won one. They had Porto, Marseille, and Olympiacos in their group, and they beat everybody. They have conceded throughout the group stages, okay, four goals in 11 or 12 matches, 12 matches. Think about that. That's incredible. So the group stages, Porto, Marseille, Olympiacos, and uh, they beat every one of those teams twice except for Porto, who they won one and drew one. Then, it's not tough. I mean, if it doesn't get tougher than that, they're... Uh, round of 16, they had Borussia Mönchengladbach. They beat by an aggregate score over two legs of four goals to nothing. Uh, Borussia, then they had Borussia Dortmund, so they're getting the German contingent all the way. They beat uh, four to two, aggregate score. And then uh, PSG, who they beat four goals to one aggregate, absolutely whomped on Paris Saint-Germain. And, you know, we've talked about that before. I've told you how disappointed I am in PSG and how disappointed I think ownership is in PSG and how I am almost convinced that experiment has but another year to run. For Chelsea Football Club, on the other hand, they had Sevilla, Krasnodar, Iran in their group stages. Uh, Chelsea have conceded also four goals in the entire run-up to this Champions League final. Uh, they beat every team uh, twice. It, well, they beat Krasnodar and Ron. Uh, pardon me. They beat Sevilla and Ron twice. No, no, they drew Sevilla. So looks like they drew 1-1-1 one, one, one against Sevilla. They drew against Krasnodar. The only defeat they've actually had in the entire run-up to the final was they lost in the quarterfinals to Porto in the second leg. But let's move along. They had a very, very strong Atletico Madrid final uh, team in the last 16, uh, they beat a three goals to nil average, uh, aggregate. Then they had a game Porto team. They beat 2-1, uh, largely because of their 2-0 win away in Portugal. And again, they're going back to Portugal for the final. Remember this. And then in the semifinal, they had Real Madrid. And if you remember, they got that away goal in Madrid and that 1-1 draw for the first game. And... Uh, then they got the 2-0 win at Stamford Bridge at home to find their way to the final. So to, to be more specific, they've actually had three draws in their run-up to the final. Uh, Atletico, Porto, and Madrid were the teams they had to face in the elimination rounds uh, for, uh, for uh, Chelsea. For City, it was Borussia Mönchengladbach, Borussia Dortmund, and PSG. Both very, very tough runs into the final. Uh, if you remember, we talk about previous all-English finals in Chelsea losing an insane one. Went to penalties, if you remember this, in 2008. And they lost 6-5 to five on penalties to United. That was in Russia, that final. This, their second uh, all-English final for Chelsea Football Club. Uh, Liverpool, of course, beat Tottenham a couple of years, a couple of years ago in Madrid. 2-0 uh, for the final uh, in... Um, 
uh, that uh, for the second All-English final. If City beat Ch- Chelsea, they will actually become the sixth different English club to be crowned champions of Europe. So we have Liverpool, United, Nottingham Forest, Chelsea, and Villa. Uh, City are the ninth English club to get to the finals. So here are teams that have made the finals. Liverpool, United, Nottingham Forest, Chelsea, Villa, Leeds, Arsenal, and uh, Tottenham. And um, you have to go all the way back to 1982 when Aston Villa beat Bayern Munich. That was the the last English team to actually win their first final. I don't know what that means. In fact, City haven't won any European silverware since since uh, 1970, when they beat Gornik Zabrze in the Cup Winners' Cup. So City desperately looking for that European glory. Now, Pep Guardiola obviously knows what it takes to win the Champions League because he won it in Barcelona in 2009 and 2010. That's, uh, pardon me, 2011. That's really important. However, Thomas Tuchel is, <laughs> went to the final last year with PSG and lost to Bayern Munich 1-0. And I think Tuchel, you know, sometimes when you taste defeat and you go back again, you get a different result. And of these two teams, only one has actually won the Champions League before. And that's Chelsea, who won it in uh, 2011 or 2012, 2012. So it's going to be fascinating to see, as I mentioned, the odds makers pretty much set on Manchester City as the winners of the Champions League. I am going to go out on a limb. And I know this is going to likely be Aguero's last... Well, it's certainly Aguero's not coming back to City. We know that. He will play. He will make an appearance. There will be a lot of emotion. But there's something about these kids at Chelsea Football Club and their belief and their desire and their focus. that has me thinking this could be a massive upset. These guys have something to prove. If you remember Chelsea losing the last game of the season in the Premier League to Aston Villa and finishing fourth spot only because Tottenham whomped on Leicester four goals to two. That didn't tell me that Chelsea were bad or that, you know, had gone bad and they did lose at Arsenal, at home to Arsenal. It told me that once they were clearly in the top four, and this was before sort of uh, the chances of them falling out were there for Liverpool's great run, their focus was purely on the Champions League final. As was Manchester City. But I, I... I don't know. I like Manchester City. I have nothing against either of these teams, by the way. You would think with my former co-host going back decades, uh, we didn't have a good parting, uh, who was a huge Chelsea fan, that I would harbor some incredible resentment towards Chelsea, much like he harbors towards Liverpool. But I don't. I really don't have anything really against Chelsea. I like this team. They play exciting, expansive football. They're young. They're full of it. They think they can beat anybody. There's a lot to like about that team, as opposed to Man City, who I also like, who are kind of the solid quality side with great players 
probably the best team in Europe. But just coming short of the big show every time. It's almost a matchup made for Hollywood. This isn't like back in the day when Madrid were winning it every year and everybody was just sort of showing up to play them. And uh, by the way, Madrid and Barcelona, <laughs> absolute disaster sides right now. That's why Zidane quit. Much like the reason Alex Ferguson quit United, looked ahead, saw a massive rebuilding project, wasn't sure that the resources were there. And most importantly, I think, for terms of Alex Ferguson, didn't have the emotional capital anymore to plow into it. And I think the same thing is with Zidane, but we're getting off track here. Guardiola's won it twice. Tuchel has yet to win it, got to the promised land, but couldn't get over the finish line last year. This is the story. This is the setup in the Champions League final in Porto. Chelsea's young bucks, including the uh, exciting American, plus Manchester City's more experienced, slightly longer in the tooth squad, and their incredible desire to win what they have never won before with the manager who's won it all, as opposed to Chelsea who have won it before, but have a manager that has failed at the finish line last year with PSG. Great stuff, folks. This is how you set it up. I should be a ring announcer. I'm getting you all worked up for it. It is uh, gonna be a wonderful final, and you are most certainly going to want to watch it. It is Saturday. It is noon Pacific, 3 p.m. on the East Coast. You're going to want to check it out, the UEFA Champions League final. Again, I am going to bet Chelsea to lift the trophy, plus 185, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're going to do it in regulation, plus 370, and they will be singing blue is the color uh, for the next year in celebration all right that's my predictions go to betonline.ag make a little wager have some fun do it responsibly please i'm going to step aside take a break before i do just a reminder check us out on our podcast network the believe b-l-e-a-v podcast network you can uh, check out all of our previous shows and be notified and downloaded every time i post a new show which is right after this show airs so there you have it be right back after this to wrap it up world soccer radio All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio presented by BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I'm Nick Gieber. Great to be with you. Big weekend, obviously, Champions League final. Uh, and once the Champions League is over after this weekend, I hope you have a great Memorial Day. And let's remember what Memorial Day is about, folks. It's about remembering those who have fallen, given the ultimate sacrifice in the line of duty. And, um, you know, there are really three holidays that celebrate those in uniform uh veterans day which means a lot to me as a veteran myself armed forces day which celebrates the people that currently wear the uniform uh veterans day the people who have worn the uniform and memorial day those who have given the ultimate sacrifice while wearing the uniform so this is the more somber of the three but we do like to have 
barbecues and family time, and uh, it is great. I'm going to be hanging out by the pool here. But I will be back on the air with you on Monday, so don't worry about it. I will uh, put aside my celebrations to give you my take on the Champions League final. Once that's over, next week we're going to start crawling through the the, uh, UEFA Euro Championships for you in detail. Who's playing what, who, when, and how, and why, what the squads look like, who are the favorites. Let's look at some odds. Let's start setting this wonderful tournament up. It is one of my favorite tournaments in all of global football. You can stick your World Cup. And I, we didn't talk about the away goals rule today, which was a mistake. I apologize. Got caught up in all the discussions. Plenty of time to talk about that next week. Uh, let's talk about the attempt to change the away goals rule, goals rule something I absolutely uh, do not support. All right. Uh, I'm with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Also, iHeartRadio, tune in, the award-winning Sirius XM app. And if you miss any part of this show, I'm on the uh, Believe Podcast Network. You could also get it on Spotify and iTunes and all that sort of stuff. And we broadcast to our men and women in uniform around the world on the American Forces Network. So I hope you will join me on your Memorial Day on Monday. Please be sure to join me. Let's talk about the Champions League final. Till then, have a great weekend. Enjoy your barbecuing. Remember those who have fallen and enjoy the football. Speak to you Monday. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.